Hey everyone, welcome back to uh, episode 49 of the Unconstrained Conversation podcast. After two weeks of excursion into the world of retail, we are firmly back in the world of hotels with this newest episode. It gives me very great pleasure to talk to Nalin Nerink, VP Revenue Management Strategy, Pricing and Systems at Accor Hotel this week. A revenue lifer, which means she has worked in revenue management all her life. Nele has steadily and consistently grown her revenue leadership capabilities within Accor, moving from revenue manager to regional revenue manager to looking after global revenue management strategy, pricing and systems for Accor worldwide. I'm always looking for international perspectives on the changing role of revenue management and how global companies are planning for the coming travel rebound. And as expected, Nele had some great perspectives on both. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to receive notifications about future episodes. All right, welcome back to um, episode 49 of the Unconstrained Conversation podcast. Um, Sorry, Nele, you didn't make it to um, episode 50, but we're almost there, almost there. (laughs) Uh, I think think it was exactly a year ago that that I started this podcast. And I think one of the first people, I think number two or number three on the um, on the podcast was a good friend of mine who was down in, um, who is the head of sales and marketing for Accor down in New Zealand, Ian Ganner. So I'm glad, I'm very glad that after 12 months, we have uh, you on board here and you on the podcast, um, another uh, expert and very knowledgeable person from Accor, this time from the uh, the head office and uh, joining us from beautiful Europe. So welcome, uh, Nele. Thanks, uh, thanks, Klaus. Happy happy to be with you uh, today uh, and to give you a, a view a bit of uh, how our core is uh, doing today and what we think about the future. Yeah, that's great. Thank you very much. I always try to get as many international and diverse uh, perspectives as uh, as we can. So I'm I'm really happy to have you on providing the, the, the global core perspective uh, uh, from your side. So, so talk to me a little bit about the um, emerging role of um, revenue management, people moving more into revenue leadership positions or strategist positions. What, what kind of trends have you seen in the last 12 months, um, both in your company uh, and, and beyond? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the thing is close with with everything, or what we all know, or what happened with uh, with the crisis. Uh, it, it somehow accelerated the way how we were working. Um, we, we were forced in the, in this new situation to think uh, differently, uh, to optimize the the resources what we had, and and to work all together to to make this somehow the best out of out of the situation. And, and the fact that we needed to rethink uh, ourselves, somehow reinvent how we were working, uh, made us uh, make some changes uh, for, for the future uh, as well. So um, one of the things that, that we started already in the past was in relation to centralizing uh, revenue management. Uh, you know that uh, we don't only uh, optimize one hotel, but uh, our revenue teams are optimizing uh, several hotels or a group of hotels in the in the same markets or with the, with the same profile, and that comes somehow um, uh, more and more important. So even on on uh, parts of the world where where we uh, hadn't done that yet or or we were not so far uh, developing that, we 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 are uh, uh, 
changing this and, and working more from the central teams. Uh, the second thing is um, we were used to work a lot um, together with sales department, marketing department, operational teams. Um, but giving this new context, we, we really uh, saw that, that, that we even need to go further. We, we should work, uh, break the, the barriers or, or break the silos or whatever, how you, how you want to call it. Uh, really work together as a team, all of us, with, with the insights of every, everybody to optimize uh, the, the customer journey, to optimize uh, how we attract customers in our hotels. Uh, to optimize the, the results of our hotels. And I think the, the department where we, uh, where we have the, the biggest or, or, or the largest collaboration recently is everything in relation to the digital teams on one side, but also the financial teams uh, on the other side. So uh, optimizing the distribution, uh, where do we need to push? What can we push? What is the best thing? What country? Um, and even if revenue managers, they, they were aware of the cost of different distribution channels, today it becomes even more crucial. Uh, so, uh, and, and that's why we, we work uh, more together with, with the finance uh, teams than, the, than uh, we had in the past. And then, and then the last, uh, let me call it area where, where we change or where we see a lot of change is everything in, in relation to the data, uh, what we have. Um, if, I, if I think back uh, uh, one year and a half, two years ago, uh, globally, every uh, department or, or every stream in the hotel had their data and, and they were very, very well aware of, of their own data. So if you talk to the digital team, they could very much explain what level worked better than another one. Uh, if you talk to the finance team, there was a lot of explanation about the cost of everything, uh, sales uh, about uh, their background. But today we see that everything needs to be put together, and, and this is what uh, we currently uh, do, to really optimize all those data, combine everything to take out the, the customer and, and the streams that, that bring the, the best uh, revenue for uh, the hotel. We talked a lot about net in the past, uh, you know, uh, uh, a lot about uh, what uh, the hotel receives uh, bottom line, what the owner gets bottom line, this is what counts. It's true, but it's more and more important today. And uh, we used a lot this part, uh, this, this last year, uh, to optimize uh, uh, that part uh, of, our, of our business. So, um, yeah, so... Uh, the role changes in uh, in several ways. Several ways. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting that you <clears throat> that you have, that you first of all you said you you're accelerating kind of the the changes, and then on one hand, kind of you've made an effort to centralize more of the support structure, I guess, and 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 you're able to run or revenue manage hotels more efficiently because you have people doing it more centrally. But on the mm -hmm. same on the same hand, you're also breaking down the silos, and you mentioned that you're working very, very closely with the other departments on these. You know, first of all, understanding the data, and then putting the right strategies in place for the right channel and the right place. Right. So, um, it's uh, how how have the these two strategies kind of worked together? One, the centralization, and the other one, the the cooperation. Let's call it that way. 
Mm. Well, if you if you centralize uh, some tasks, if you centralize some follow up, you can have um, uh, the teams spend. You you can have more analytics done, more data knowledge done than if you would be at, at a level of a hotel. You know, because because there you don't have enough uh, uh, normally staff to to really. Uh, dig into all the data that's available, and if you combine those jobs, you can uh, you can have a specialist uh, in in every part of the of the optimization. And then you put the the data analysts uh, together with a revenue analysts uh, together with uh, the guys with the financial input. You blend all that, then you can really uh, uh, optimize, and you can also more cross learn from one hotel to another. Uh, I'm not saying mm -hmm. that it was never done uh, before, but but you really optimize the knowledge of everybody and take the best out of the mix, if I can say, call it like this. Yeah, it becomes more. It sounds like it becomes more focused and dedicated, and more uh, more of a more knowledgeable as well, right? As you're yes. removing yes. kind of some of the distractions um, of of people and focusing them more, and then augmenting them with the right data analysis and data behind it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You, you mentioned data quite a few times, um, kind of over the last couple of minutes. Are there are there any new sources of data that you have found really, really useful that you wouldn't have thought about in the last uh, or, or eighteen months ago? I, I think what, what we did uh, or what we did at some uh, places, and I'm not saying that it's done. It was done like that everywhere, but on a global level. We would, for example, look uh, into the um, uh, streams of the countries, the streams of uh, what uh, uh, customers uh, are coming to our hotel. If, mm -hmm. if we wanted to, to buy some uh, advertising or if we wanted to, to push a mailing. But I don't think uh, globally, from a revenue point of view, the revenue managers at that time would go that deep because there was a different kind of demand, and we were less uh, focused on where, where the customers were traveling from. And this, well, with all the changes what we have today, we have no choice because the way how we optimize the hotels before uh, the crisis, yeah, if we can if we continue that way, we will be lost because everything is different today. All the statistics what we had in the past, they, I'm, I'm not saying that it will never come back, but at least today. It's not really of a, of a value, so we were forced somehow to look into that in a different way. Right, new new source markets and more maybe a market perspective rather than a hotel perspective. Yes, yes, yes. Right, right. And maybe so some, you, um, yeah, also if, if you think about the type of customers that you had in the past, you know, uh, if I take a, um, maybe the example of a of a hotel that had quite a part of uh, of the rooms sold on meetings and incentives. Well, today it's not the, the first uh, type of customer that is coming back. So you need to look into your um, data, what you have in a different way, because if you're going to analyze as you did before, you will just see that your mice is not there. Uh, and maybe if you look into the data of your hotel in a different way, you will find a, a new source of potential customers for your hotel. Yeah, yeah. So, so as as market is starting to rebound in some in some countries faster than in others, I know Europe is still uh, struggling quite a bit, but other places like in in Asia Pacific, um, you know, Australia, New Zealand, I think they just opened their um, travel bubble uh, yesterday, um, mm -hmm. and of course the U.S. 
what other changes kind of are you expecting in terms of the the difference of the guest behavior um, and difference of how you will drive demand and attract and convert guests? Um, you, you mentioned kind of the difference in, in market segmentation, who's traveling, who's not traveling. Uh, but talk to me a little bit about what some of the shifts are that you might be expecting. So for the beginning, the the, the first type of customer that uh, that will be back is uh, uh, let me call it more uh, leisure oriented customer. But either it will be domestic or, as you mentioned, from uh, New Zealand and uh, Australia, uh, the, the 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 countries that are in one bubble. So yeah. if you are a revenue manager and you need to optimize uh, and you're optimizing your hotel or, or a group of hotels these are the first thing that you look into you know uh, what bubbles are open um, what countries can travel to my place and the, the way how you will sell your hotel will be based on that info uh, this is something what in, in before the crisis was was almost never done um, but if today if you ask to uh, um, uh, European customer or, or European hotel or, or even a hotel in um, in the Middle East, uh, who can today travel to your country? They will know. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, they wouldn't. They would. Of course, yeah. So uh, th that's uh, one of the, the the biggest changes, I think. A lot of domestic travel. If if they're in case the bubbles between the countries are not uh, open yet, we still see it a lot in Europe and in. Uh, in Europe, there are still a lot of uh, borders closed. Uh, people can can travel within their country, but but in a very limited way to to other countries. So it uh, it also changes completely how the way you communicate about your uh, about your uh, uh, hotels. And then everything with is uh, uh, bigger than individual travels, like uh, meetings and incentives, like. Uh, um, uh, um, travel with uh, uh, buses, that will not be back immediately. So hotels that were uh, uh, working a lot with those type of customers, they, they also need to look for a different ways and how they can attract the other customers that are allowed uh, to travel or that are ready uh, to travel. So quite right, some shift right. in uh, markets, yes, yes. Yeah, which, which, which comes back to your original comment about understanding the data and understanding your source markets and being much more I guess granular in the in the level of analysis that you do. Uh, interesting yeah. comment uh, that you made about the the inbound inbound markets, right? That every revenue manager now or every person in hotels now knows who can travel and who cannot travel. Uh, whereas obviously in the past that would have been that would have not been important at all. Yeah, it would not have been because well they they knew globally where where people were coming from and and they. Uh, they knew the big picture, but the big picture in terms of I can expect so many, so many demands on that type of client or that type of rate, but it wouldn't. They would never make the connection to the country of re residence, or, or almost never, or to the numbers of flights that are uh, coming, or, or well, today still cancelled because today it's right. not right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So, so as we're coming kind of towards the the last few minutes here of the the recording, um, uh, I always ask kind of at the end what the what your advice is um, for anyone in starting in hospitality or graduating from a um, uh, a, a business school and wanting to go into um, hospitality. Um, mm -hmm. What are some of the what are some of the words of wisdom and the guidance that you would give someone starting out or being interested in? 
saying, well, I want to be where Nelly is. How do I get there? <laughs> so, so first of all, um, if um, you're thinking about uh, your studies, I know that uh, um, studying something to end up in the hospitality world is a bit scary today. Huh? Uh, so uh, I know some uh, students uh, and think yes, but you know today travel and, and everything what we know it's it's very uh, uh, blurry at the moment. The first thing is the business will be back, and we see already today the first signs that the business is coming back. So hospitality is, is one of the worlds where or, or one of the, the, the businesses where, where I can for me it's really one of the best places you can work with, within um, it, it's it's so much fun to work um, with guests it's uh, it's fun that you can bring uh, to, to your customers some joy in a certain way um, it, it's a a uh, really fun area to work with your colleagues because you know you 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 are in this atmosphere of uh, uh, making people happy, uh, bringing a, a good time to uh, uh, to your uh, uh, potential clients. So it reflects in the way how you do your daily job. So I can only say, starting in the in the hospitality, it's still a great sector uh, to work in. It's a sector full of possibilities. Um, it will it will be back at its full speed, I think, rather quickly. Uh, so uh, and then once everything is back and you start in there, there are multiple possibilities of jobs that you can do. A lot of possibilities to uh, evolve from one job uh, to another. Um, so many of my colleagues have done in, in their career uh, all kind of different things. So you never get a dull moment. Uh, you, yeah. you can always. Uh, learn and you can always uh, prepare a next step. So I would say don't be scared, jump into the hospitality world and uh, you will see, you'll be, uh, think as me, it's a great place uh, to work in. And, and, and from a revenue, revenue leader perspective, um, what would you think, what are the qualities that you look for in a uh, in, in somebody who's aspiring to be, you know, in your role or somebody within your team? Mm -hmm. uh, um, well, the, the thing what uh, um, uh, the, the quality, uh, what, what people always think about if they, they think about revenue management is the, is the analytics part and the, the, the somehow mathematic uh, data part. You, so the, you should have a mind that is able to work with figures and you, you should understand, I mean, uh, an analysis and a graph. So, so that's quite obvious. That's still what we are looking for. But as uh, you need to uh, work together more and more with colleagues, more and more with operational uh, uh, teams as well, the, the communication skills are, are uh, as important. So I'm always looking to the two sides of the story. I would like to, I always want to have something, somebody who's uh, analytical, but also good in communication, collaborative, uh, can work in a team, uh, not, um, uh, not a nerd behind the PC enclosed uh, a whole day in an office and uh, uh, being in the dark, if I can put a, a caricature uh, around it. But um, for me, it's important that you have both. So um, both uh, analytics and both uh, communication. So that's what I'm, I'm always looking for. 
Yeah, I, I completely agree on the communication part. I think one of the, the challenges that many people have that love data and love numbers is is to to effectively communicate them and present them in a way that um, that other people that are not as as excited about data are able to absorb them. So um, I, I find it if I look at um, what the critical differentiators are of somebody who is successful as a leader versus a you know just a revenue manager. Is, mm -hmm. um, is is the communication skill and the, the way of presenting a story around data. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the way how you can translate uh, what we do uh, to a broader audience, the way how you use, um, uh, how you explain the words that you use to instead of uh, using our uh, algorithms and our uh, tricky uh, stuff that we are into uh, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, well, I really appreciate your time and, and your insights, Nele. Um, I know we have a lot of um, uh, people from around the world and a lot of students listening to the to the podcast on a regular basis. So I I appreciate your insights and um, I uh, wish wish you all the best uh, with the, uh, the travel rebound that's certainly going to occur um, over the next few months as uh, countries will open up. Okay, thank, thank you, Klaus, and, and again, happy to uh, be with you in this podcast, podcast today. It was a pleasure for me. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you found this episode valuable for your own business circumstances. Check out the show notes, link to the episode, help more people in the industry find this podcast by sharing and rating, and don't forget to subscribe to the series wherever you listen to it.